0: and welcome back to thanks for the lyrics a weekly deep dive into a single lyric from a single fallout boy song i am your folia a host Aaron,
1: and i am your folia de host tracy
2: and i i am your Folie mit dry uh host Jane. i only know german so like <laughs> and that's german did you just
0: say mick dry
2: mit like with
0: Omit. I was like, did you just go German but with a Scottish accent?
2: Yeah. Foley McDry is the name of the Scottish version of this album.
1: Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> I don't and care. So good. <laughs> I don't care. Get out of my swamp. <laughs> oh my goodness. Sorry, Scotland. Oh. I'm so sorry.
0: Yeah, also Pete Wentz, we're so sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you crafted a beautiful um album title and we just mm-hmm threw it in a pooped swamp. all over it really mm-hmm. yep yeah mm-hmm. so we have a new album yeah and james is gonna tell us about it <laughs> yeah
2: so this is a red album if we're following the pattern that stops after this album and um <laughs> it mm-hmm. is called fully i do and i have some stuff about it it's their fourth album uh it was music by patrick stomp lyrics by pete wentz uh the band considered this album to be their most collaborative album, and let's find out why in a little bit, because it's not for a great reason. Um, they recorded wow. it in relative oh, secrecy geez. with their normal producer, Neil Avron, from July to September 2008. Uh, it moved, the style, um, according to that, inspired lyricism relating to decaying relationships, moral dilemmas, and societal shortcomings, many with a political edge. Um... They moved away from their early emo power chords and toward a wider variation in genres. And they recruited several guest artists, um, which we'll talk about over the course of this album. Um, Mm -hmm. And they employed instruments and recording techniques previously unfamiliar to the group. To promote the album, and Tracy, I want to see if you were aware of this, or Aaron, if you were aware of this. um, The band launched a viral campaign based around a Big Brother-type organization named Citizens for Our Betterment and embarked on an extensive tour schedule. Did you know about that uh, citizens for our betterment thing, Tracy?
1: I don't think so. What year did this so, album come out again? Two
2: thousand eight.
1: Yeah i I don't think I did.
2: Or two thousand nine, maybe. You know, December two thousand eight. Okay. Um. So they. This is. Uh, it debuted at number eight and sold over one hundred forty-nine cop- over one hundred forty-nine copies, and in fact, over one hundred forty-nine thousand copies in its first week of sales. <laughs> although it was commercially less successful than *Infinity on High*, um, it got good reviews from critics. And um, it, as of twenty thirteen, which I guess is the last time someone updated the the sales, it had sold four hundred forty-nine copies, four hundred forty-nine thousand copies. What? <laughs> 100,000 people (laughs) sent theirs back and then 300 people bought it since then. Um, So this is is a cool story. So they started um, writing material um, right after Infinity on High came out. And in March 2008, they attempted to enter the Guinness Book of World Records for being the only musical act to perform in all seven continents in nine months. Planning to perform in Antarctica for an audience of scientists. However, the group was unable to make the flight from Puenta Arenas, Chile, to Antarctica due to poor weather. Despite this unsuccessful attempt, the group felt energized from the experience and became inspired to write more music. Uh, no report what? on how the scientists felt. Um, this <laughs> led to more material to sift through when the band decided to start, to decide to enter the, the studio. What? Um, so they, they didn't tell their label that they were uh, going to record. Or like when they started recording and they specifically cut their recording time like in half because they were like, that worked for Take This to Your Grave. So let's try to like really put ourselves under a ridiculous deadline with no label being like, how's the album? Hmm, Right. Um, And so (laughs) it says, it says the members hoped that all these steps would bring them back to the days when they were a young broke band who had to finish an album before the money ran out. There was something really interesting about the creative process when we were starting out Explain Stump. The more time you have, the more potential you have for ex- excess. He said that Take the Grave had a, a first thought, best thought mentality. And uh, it's. he said, I think we were trying to find what making a record that way would sound like now, but with four adult Fallout, fallout boys. Which is funny. Um, and Joe Troman, <laughs> <out who> <laughs> is What's that? Fallout Fallout men. Fallout yeah. men. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Joe Troman called the recording process fun because it was so collaborative, but difficult because it was rushed, which makes sense. Mm. Um, On previous (laughs) albums, Joe and Andy uh, felt like they didn't have enough musical freedom and that Stump and Wentz exerted too much control over the group. I felt, man, this isn't my band anymore. It's no one's fault, and I don't want to make it seem that way. It was more of a complex I developed based off of stuff I was reading. It's hard Mm -hmm. to hear, Joe and Andy are just along for the ride. To amend the situation, Troman sat down with Stump to communicate his concerns, which led to more collaboration on Fully Adieu. It made it's me good. feel like I owned the songs more. It made me really excited about contributing to Fall Out Boy and made me find my role in the band, Troman recalled. During the recording sessions, Wentz used LSD, thinking it could influence his songwriting. He later stopped in July 2008 as it was distracting him from writing songs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you think, Pete? You think?
2: He soon found out that it did Pete not. so much <laughs> Which, and they started recording in <gasps> July 2008. So, like, he's like, huh, I'm going to stop this. I'm going to stop right away. <laughs> um, so, folie à deux is a psychiatric symptom in which symptoms of a delusional belief are transmitted from one individual to another. The mm. same symptoms, the same syndrome shared by more than two people may be called folie à trois, folie à quatre, folie en <gasps> famille, or even folie à plusieurs, plusieur. We should change the name of
1: our podcast to Folia, what was it, Trois? Folia Trois,
2: fat. Everyone get fat this season. Um. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, It was first conceptualized in 19th century French psychiatry. That's why it's French, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. Um, In keeping with the record's socially aware nature, the band felt that the term was relevant to the candidates in the 2008 U.S. presidential election. Um, So that was Obama and... McCain,
0: I think? Yes.
2: And then he did Romney. He took out Romney, Romney was... in 2012.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah. Wow.
2: Stump further clarified the title's meaning. The irony is that people will probably mistake the title as something about romantic relationships in some way. And it's our only record where that theme is not touched upon. So I think that not is interesting to say. Not touched upon
1: at Re- all? Yeah. Really? I think this
0: first song... <laughs> I yeah, like, I mean, I don't want to <laughs> tell Pete what his songs are about. Right. But
1: I I mean, I don't think it, it focuses as heavily,
0: I guess. True. W- was that quote from Pete or Joe? Pete. Oh, okay. That was Pete. For some, like, was like after I said Pete, I was like, wait. Oh, no, Patrick. It was...
2: That was Patrick. That was Patrick. Oh, it was
0: Patrick. Okay. Well, yeah. then I'm willing to tell Patrick what Pete's songs are about. I mean, there I think
2: go. starting off with a song that goes that says Boycott Love is a is a good way to say that that's what you're shooting for at the very least.
0: Sure. Yes. Yep.
2: Um, though, again, I I agree with you that I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm not sure how much, how successful Mm -hmm. that I think, I think though, if you're, if you're looking at listening to it from a perspective of this is about love, then you'll hear it. But if you're, if I'm going to, what I'm going to try and do is listen to these songs from the perspective of this is not about love. Like Fiona Mm -hmm. Apple said. Yeah. Um, and see if it, if I'm like, oh, yeah, this is political. And then I can do another really depressing episode about how track seven is yeah. about the stock market or something. Um, <laughs> Perfect. And then uh, Joe Troman actually said, I think it's just a metaphor, really. It's a psychiatric term for when crazy people get together and their out-of-control psyches enhance one another and not always in positive ways. I think it describes the inner workings of Fall Out Boy. When the four of us get together in a room, things get pretty insane. Um, so that's about the album that we, uh, we're we going to do. Um, and then I only have one more thing to say. So this uh, this song is called The Disloyal Order of the Water Buffaloes. Do you know what The Loyal Order of wa- Water Buffaloes is, either of you? I, no. I do not. I thought this was I'm just so gibberish.
1: I thought it was like a shit post, you know? Like, oh, this is funny.
2: The Loyal Order of Water Buffaloes, or simply The Water Buffaloes, is a fictional and very exclusive men-only fraternal organization... Wait. Operating within Bedrock. Flintstones? Yes. I do remember this. (laughs) a long and dedicated history in the franchise of the Flintstones, it serves as Fred and Barney's main club and hangout.
1: Oh my god. So this is
2: the disloyal order of the Water Buffaloes, which I imagine is like exclusive men stabbing each other in the back, which is cool.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Hmm.
2: Like, hey, like uh, politics. Yeah. Politics is the disloyal order of Water (laughs) Buffaloes.
1: It sure is.
2: Man, I'm doing this political take so good so far.
1: Yeah, you've really committed. You're really I love hard. it. So proud, it.
2: So that that's all I have for. Um, oh, but hey, we have a lyric for this, and it's my thing to read it. So oh my oh,
0: goodness. Okay, we'll keep on talking.
2: I'm gonna keep on talking. I love when my <laughs> waveform is like a gajillion times more than everyone else's. Here's the lyric.
0: No silence for James.
2: Boycott James. Um,
1: <laughs> no d james just to re james
2: <laughs> i'm a loose bolt of a complete machine what a match i'm half doomed and you're semi-sweet
0: so this Love
2: is it. Pete talking to some chocolate chips clearly Mm
1: -hmm. this is one of my absolute favorite fall Out boy songs i love it so much it gets me so pumped don't analyze it 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 gets you pumped pumped like it, like emotional i don't know what it is but it gives me such heightened emotions like it's very you know the the line this isn't our chance i should have put it down i don't know why i didn't think of it um I'd promise you anything for another shot at life, which isn't our lyric, but that line is just so impactful to me. And again, mm. we do not have to unpack that. But
2: it's just <laughs> so unpackful. This
1: song just resonates and I really, really, right. really, really, really love it. Okay. When you said that
0: this song gets you pumped, I was thinking that this was like college Tracy's getting ready to go oh, out no. to the bars. So I'm I'm picturing Tracy. It's like 10 PM and you've got a oh, <laughs> wine cooler and you're putting on your makeup to go out and you're just
1: listening to this song and you're like yeah, yeah i am so pumped yeah. this okay. night is gonna rock <laughs> let me describe the type of pump that i get this is a type of pumped where if i was in a huge city and i went up on a skyscraper i would play the song and blast it while like crying but like feeling hopeful you know like boycott love and you know like a little bit tipsy but like <laughs> kind of like full of life and like alive, sure. but also like deeply sad. But also like sure you would star in hopeful. your own music video. Exactly. And I
0: don't
2: love being... the idea of you going up to the top of a tall building, a little tipsy and flailing your arms around. But that's <laughs> that's just a hypothetical, I guess, a metaphor. I'll be or fine.
1: Something. Don't worry. Uh, uh, I do get arrested say... for disorderly conduct, but right (laughs) it just it just makes my narrative that much more interesting it's true
2: if you don't listen to the lyrics of this song and you just listen to like the drums i think you could do a this is the beginning of the night let me get pumped up on this on this in a way that sort of like if they if patrick came with the or if uh pete came with the no patrick came with the music first Mm mm-hmm and he was like, listen to this, check this out. Wouldn't this be a great album opener? And they're like, Doom, 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 do doom, doom and they're like, Yeah, this is great. And Pete's like, Awesome. I have great lyrics for it. Here you go. And they're like, <laughs> Oh man, alright.
1: Some drunk girl's gonna <laughs> shout this off of a rooftop. God Keith.
2: Where where's the line we talked about about how there's only one time to- that uh, we have the fight for our our fight of our lives tonight or whatever.
1: Oh. <sighs> It's just so good.
2: Let's hear what uh let's hear what uh, Boy had to say about this line.
1: Weirdly, the exact same thing I did.
0: Yeah, it's I don't even need to read it because they actually quoted Tracy. It was weird.
2: <laughs> Future quotes. I,
0: it was very it was very surprising. Um uh-huh. so there was a whole big long 12 comment thread about this particular lyric. Um, with everybody saying what they think it's about and fallout boy not specifically pete but the artist fallout boy went on and said it it, it was it's pete because it says this is anybody that you feel close or this is anybody you feel that close to to me it was sometimes a girl but honestly sometimes it was patrick slight reference to baking baking chocolate
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yeah (laughs) hey and speaking of baking chocolate and that's a segue Mm -hmm. uh so basically uh semi-sweet and bittersweet are types of dark chocolate and they're the same thing but they both Mm -hmm. must contain a minimum of 35% cocoa cocoa solids Mm -hmm. um usually bittersweet has less sugar than semi-sweet which makes sense but uh Mm sure from a culinary standpoint they're the exact same thing so interesting i'm half doomed and your bittersweet uh would also have been a pretty cool lyric too
1: Mm -hmm. yeah there's a what song is it that they use bittersweet
2: bittersweet symphony (laughs)
0: Mm-hmm. that classic fallout boy that
1: song. classic fallout boy song <laughs> remember
2: when they were the verve pipe, um, the verve pipe the verve?
0: hold the on verve. one second I can look this up oh yeah very very easily I almost oh. just
2: said Erin has the transcript and that's for another show but basically the same thing
0: uh, Aaron- <laughs> I, I have the tra- no I have the transcript you have the fallout boy transcript, transcript right on. here
1: everything they've ever said
0: <laughs> okay well apparently um, they don't
1: Oh, I could have sworn Try this two did. words.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Just maybe.
1: Maybe nope. they didn't.
2: Hmm. Were you Tracy, thinking of it, this song?
0: I was going to say, is it possible? Maybe you're thinking of this of the song, song. But I could have sworn. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I do, I do find it amusing that on Genius people are responding to Pete's comment arguing about what it's about and people right. and other people are like i'm pretty sure pete knows what he wrote the song about <laughs> right it just it makes me giggle and like yeah. there's
2: there's a difference between oh i've always interpreted it as this and that's what i the meaning i took from it and no <laughs> you're wrong like no pete, right sorry. <laughs> the first part of the line um the loose bolt
0: mm-hmm.
2: of a complete machine I uh, actually went into the genius um, to confirm that it was that because for me, you know how it's like, um, he's one crayon short of a box. Mm -hmm. So that's noun adjective, right? So, but this is adjective noun. So I I expected, and the way I was interpreting it as was, I'm a bolt loose of a complete machine.
0: Mm. Okay.
2: But... What I saw in Genius was a loose bolt of a complete machine is like when you, like, you know, when you go to IKEA and like you have like two parts, they're like, these break, so we gave you an extra one, or oops, we just kind of put a handful in. Oh, A loose okay. bolt of a complete machine is like unneeded parts.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: Okay. See, I assumed that it was part of a, you know, like I, I am a part of this group, but I am mm-hmm. the slightly non-functional right member like a, who needs to like be a fixed. screw loose i have a screw yeah. loose yeah. yeah the one that yeah. throws yeah.
1: everything off yeah yeah that's that's always a feeling i get like i'm a loose bolt um yeah everything everyone can do everything right and i just always do everything wrong and it throws everybody yeah. else off and that's what i always got from this line sad the what a match always kind of felt like a. oh how do you almost sarcastic like yeah. ironic what a match. Yeah. I'm half doomed. Yep. You suck. No. <laughs> <laughs> and you're 35% cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. What do you think that means?
2: So, but it, when in the genius thing, he acted like it was not sarcastic. Like it was a sincere, what a good match.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Do
2: you want to get on the genius and tell him that he's.
1: I do. Yeah. I'm. Tracy, are you Ursa logging right on now? genius.com? Tr- Tracy is
2: all of those comments. Yeah.
1: I'm just sitting here sweating, like, oh God, I hope they don't figure it out.
2: <laughs> oh, you're wrong, Pete.
1: I wonder. So,
0: half doomed is like the glasses half empty mm. take on something, mm. and yeah. semi sweet is kind of the glasses half full. Oh, I like so that. So, especially if this is somewhat in reference to like I know it's not you know he said sometimes it's a girl sometimes it's somebody else sometimes it's Patrick but I I feel like Pete and Patrick really are like two halves of the same coin like right. they are such a partnership the optimist that...
2: and the pessimist for exactly sure. yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah um from now on I will be uh, henceforth referring to dark chocolate as doomed chocolate so that <laughs> yes. is
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is accurate
0: and
2: correct.
1: Damned chocolate! It's going straight to hell.
2: <laughs> this chocolate is cursed. Just the right amount to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it feel like it's the it's the optimistic or pessimistic side of two different like things? Like it, for me, like it's like I'm half doomed, as opposed to half saved or whatever. And you're semi-sweet as opposed to bittersweet, um, yeah, or whatever. But it's semi-bitter. like, we're a match, even though we're the opposites of two different things. And maybe that's why we are a match. Yeah. Because if they were the opposite of the same thing, maybe they would, like, oppose each other. Although opposites attract, as Paula Abdul told us. So, I don't know.
1: That is true. Only to a point.
2: It's true. Get two opposite.
1: You don't stay together.
2: That's not That's not how magnets work, but... It's how people work and that's yeah. that's what this show is all about, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: People, Not Magnets, James. Show in have you song. been talking about that's Magnets nice. for the past 3 seasons?
2: I have only been talking... <laughs> Wait, is this not a follow-up boy as it relates to Magnets Lyrics podcast? Well, thanks G-Curters. for the Magnets.
0: Apparently <laughs> <That's-> it is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, merch idea Magnets.
0: <laughs> just
1: Magnets. Just we just magnets. send people They don't boxes say anything on them. We just Sharpie on them. <laughs> Don't put your cell phone next to this. <laughs> or your credit card.
2: <laughs> or do. Wink. Wink. What a what a match makes me think of What a Catch. Like yeah. uh, What a Catch Donnie.
1: Yep. Mmm. Mm. Good pull. So,
2: yeah. I, I know. I'm just joking. Good, job. I, Good I mean, job. I, I'm happy. But I'm proud. It's fine. Um, The other thing is that uh, there was a band early on in uh, my music blog career called Detox Retox. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know if they were named after this song. I, I think I, I think, so they emailed me and I reviewed their album and we got going back and forth. And then I went to Warp Tour, I think in 2009 with my sister and I saw them and I was like, Hey, it's me, James, you know, like we're buddies now and they were like oh yeah hey and i'm like oh uh, okay got it okay
0: bye You're guys like oh this was a parasocial relationship this was a parasocial
2: <laughs> no one's coined that term yet but
1: i don't know how this to describe is what i'm feeling <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> i think 2009 james coined yeah. that term
2: <laughs> yeah i was yeah the the term was originally oh. <laughs>
0: Honestly, I like that better, but maybe maybe that's just me.
2: You have to be hurriedly uh, ushering your sister to go see, like, less than Jake or something, um, uh-huh. too. It's a part of the connotation of it. Yep. But I'm ready for social media when... Uh, social needs, as we call it.
1: Social needs, give me them social needs. All right, so what you need to do is... Go to Twitter. Type in "thanks for the lyrics pod" and you're going to reverse French it. And I don't mean kiss. I mean remove all the vowels because French has a lot of vowels. You know, so you're gonna unfrench okay. it and you're okay. gonna take all the vowels out. And that's gonna be our podcast. And then you reverse. Can make out with the vowels if you want to, but right. Right, that's right. not required. Mm-hmm. Um, and then reverse you're also French kissing is when
2: you rip someone's tongue out. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: you <laughs> but yes um <laughs> and then you are going to the next thing you're going to do is you're going to go follow us on twitter and that requires you typing in at a deals warlock in order to find me and follow me
2: and you could type at unabashed james in disloyal order to follow me
0: and you can type Lee aaron if you you know
1: Want to, if you're feeling adverb We are a proud part of the Scavengers Network, and you can follow them on Twitter at Scavengers Net. Uh, you can follow Scavengers Network on, <laughs> you can't, can you follow websites? You can go to the Scavengers Network <laughs> website, scavengersnetwork.com, and see all the cool things going on there. We have recently announced a virtual podcast showcase festival. Um, so find out all the information for that. It starts on May 21st. So set your calendars and be there. Um, and there's a lot of other stuff on there too. And then you can go to Patreon because we do so many cool things. And we are just going to drop just a million bajillion bonus episodes on patreon not yes patreon that's what i'm talking about on patreon and that's us we do things for the videos where james and i talk about music videos we have some other bonus songs like lullaby that's a pre-gap track from this album that all three of us get to talk about (laughs) when i say get to talk about it it makes it sound like we exclude aaron from the music videos intentionally (laughs) aaron is just not cool enough i guess anyway now i'm rambling yeah no that Um, tracks yeah that tracks originally gonna
2: call it no errands allowed but then tracy said we can't do that
1: it sounded a little too mean and that is patreon.com slash the scavengers network you can follow us on twitch that's actually where the uh scavengers network showcase is going to be um so it's twitch twitch.tv slash the scavengers network and Aaron and I do a stream. Aaron and mm-hmm. uh, Morgan do a stream. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all of our social media. If you're still here, you can... In- <laughs> <laughs> Give us a big old, hey, follow boy. Thanks for the lyrics. Foley I uh, do you want to build a snowman with me
2: oh disney has canceled this show
1: oh (laughs) let me try another one (laughs) Folia, do you believe in god i'll just propose a new philosophical question every show that's what i decided i love it Folia, do you love aliens the same way that i do figure it out which one of these would you like us
0: to use all of them (laughs) Uh, or do you Aaron, want to save some of them for future episodes you
1: tell me whatever your heart feels and I'm going to keep coming up with them every time we record
0: splice them do you
1: want
2: okay. to build an alien god <laughs> perfect
1: uh, do you want to build an alien god james tm tm, TM. nice I'm going to pull the ripcord and get the fuck out of here <laughs> 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 bye bye <laughs>
2: podcube podcasts from the past delivered to the future with PodCube's pseudo-linear 4d adiabatic qubit streaming technology you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain what was the group dynamic with australopithecus what brand of cigarettes did the spanish inquisition smoke was leonardo da vinci a pants guy or a shorts guy you can
0: discover with podcube
2: listen for yourself to the flagship podcube podcast
0: alabaster's haberdashery recorded on local. In 1880, simply search Podcube, all one word, in your podcast app, or visit
2: poweredbypodcube.com. Podcube, the future is yesterday.